Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello, and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name's Blue. Alongside of me is the world-famous Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. And alongside of him is Mr. Joe Grande. How are you doing, Joe? Thank you, Mr. Christopher Wright. And thank you all for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. All around the world, 136 countries and counting. Yes. And we appreciate each and every one of you as we bring you all news about cannabis. And if you ever want to give us a call, 1-800-420-1980. Make sure you check out our website at Cannabis Talk 101 as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more at Cannabis Talk 101. And, of course, at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Well, Mark is at Waslaw, Craig is at Waslaw Dog, Blue is at one, Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52. And as we are all the way live here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada for the MJ BizCon event. Yes. If you're not at these type of events, folks, you're really missing out because there's so much that goes on here. It's basically what we call the Super Bowl of cannabis events. And we are blessed to talk to the quarterback of all this events. As I say, it's the Super Bowl of cannabis. We have the CEO of MJ BizCon, Mr. Chris Walsh. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show with us today. Hey, thanks for having me, excited. No doubt, Chris, you know, it's just so crazy that we have the CEO of MJ BizCon because how does this even get started? I want the history of MJ BizCon because you don't become a Super Bowl your first year. No, 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 no. You, you guys have built this up to be a monster. Is it all you're creating? What, what, talk about it. Please give us a story. Yeah, I mean, t- uh, ten and a half years ago, two a little co- closer to the mic too, Chris, please. Ten and a half years ago, uh, the two co-founders of what became MJ Biz and Cassandra hired me to help launch, uh, you know, publication, a trade publication for the industry to cover it and provide business people with business intelligence, news, analysis, market research, and so we realized after about six months. There was no professional trade show for people in the cannabis industry. Now, back then, only about a dozen states had legalized medical. And uh, the industry needed help. It needed help to professionalize, to grow. 
to work its way into the mainstream and then fuel legalization. And the way to do that was by helping businesses but also making the industry professional because there was a huge stigma around the industry, right? Sure. So it wasn't going to gain mainstream acceptance. We weren't going to see legalization spread. There was no way in hell we were going to see recreational legalization unless the industry put a professional face on it. That's, it was just a fact. So we, needed, we, we did, launched MJ BizCon in 2012 with the idea of, of doing just that, a professional place for people to get together, to learn from each other, how to grow their businesses, how to start businesses, how to invest in this industry. And we took a very focused approach on the business side, right? Not consumers and not patients. This is a big field and you could go a lot of different directions. This was our choice to come in and help businesses survive and thrive and grow. And so over the years, our first show was in Denver. Couldn't find a venue that would take us. It was no at an, way. It was at an old Masonic Lodge. Wow. Wow. And, uh, what, 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 what were some of the responses you got from the places that were saying no when you even approached You're trying them? to bring drugs here. Yeah, uh, they would just not get back to us in right. some cases, right? right. Um, or they'd just say, we, we, can't, we can't host a, a weed event. Jeez. You know, they were just, like, and this, this like, was in Denver too. Right. Yeah, but you're trying to explain to them, hey, we're trying to do business, business. to business. Yep. We want to give a, a, a facelift on the cannabis industry. It's essentially what we've done as well for, for, for the cannabis industry because there's a lot of stoner stupid shows or, or fun, fun shows that are out there but no one was really delivering real content. And so when you guys were able to put this together 10 years ago and someone took you in, how did that look? That first show. I okay, mean. so the first show we came in, I, like today, still today, wearing a suit and tie, right? Yeah. I don't really fit in here, but, but we wanted to put this face hey, so on the I'm industry. in a tux, come on, yeah, I, I, you I want above you. You got a weed bow tie, you know? <laughs> you fit in nicely. But doesn't it look right, though? It looks awesome, yeah. it looks awesome. I just got it on Amazon the other day, thank you. I'm going to order myself but, but, one. Yeah. Don't bite my style, Chris, watch out. <laughs> follow Somebody follow him on Instagram, I'm tracking this dude. Uh, so go ahead, continue. So, uh, you know, we held the first event and we were trying to make it professional and um, people did dress professionally, right? And I sure. had been to some medical cannabis shows, supposed to be focused on the medical side, not really business, and you know, you'd have Cypress Hill there, You'd have a show, a show floor full of bongs. Yeah. You know, women walking around bikinis, holding you know joints. It just you know wasn't it wasn't putting the right face on the industry, and so that first event uh, we had about 400 attendees, and uh, maybe 30 exhibitors. Wow. In this in this place in Denver, and we said, look, it, it was huge success at that time, and we're like, okay, the industry obviously needs this, and we're going to do it right, and we're going to be professional about this, and we're going to listen to the industry and see what they need and what they want. So uh, then it grew, we went to Seattle area, Auburn, couldn't get anywhere in Seattle, and we ended up at a racetrack. Wow. Only, only venue that would take us in <laughs> a 2000. A racetrack really? in Seattle. A racetrack. A racetrack. Like a, a, a dog and, and horse racetrack. <laughs> and we were in there like main You guys building. were the ponies. Yeah, exactly. keep us But you know what, I give them, Emerald Downs it was called, I give them a lot of credit because they let a cannabis business show come it's in ballsy, sure. when yes. no one else would. Yeah, sure. So we've experienced this over and over. And we decided to go to Las Vegas for various reasons. And even when we came here, really. Is that the third year then, Las Vegas? Because yes. yep. I want the story, yeah, the yeah, full yeah. details. Yeah. I'm trying to follow it. And I know that. Yeah. I'm writing it down. I'm like, Denver, Seattle, then Las Vegas? So we, we were moving it around uh, first two rec states, you know, recreational legalization, Colorado, Colorado Washington. Yeah. And then we decided, okay, the industry's maturing and we should go to a destination place. And we said, Vegas is great. Vegas, you know, sure. kind of fits with the industry. It I does. know some people love it or hate it, but you know, it, 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 Vegas embraces things that other places don't. Sin City. You, so. you get to do a little of all of the things. So <laughs> you came here, that would be 2015 then? 
Yes, but get this. No, that was uh, that was fourteen. Okay. The Twelve team, in Denver, 14, thirteen in Seattle oh, area, right. and then here. I jumped from 12 to 13, you're right, thank you. <laughs> I forgot about 2012. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then how did it jump that first year in Vegas? Because my interpretation of Las Vegas from that standpoint of doing something like this would be Sin City, open-armed, let's go, but still hesitant because it's not federally legal. But what is this MJ BizCon anyways? Let me look at two recap videos of what we're doing. Did it start at the convention center? Was it at a small venue here? Walk me through that. That's a great question because we experienced it again where we couldn't find a venue. And the, yeah, one, the one that opened their arms to us was the Rio. Rio. I remember. Yes. Yeah, we it were was there. the Rio, yeah, right? Said, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Because we they there. would take us and they were willing to take a chance on us and that yes. we were going to do it right, not get anyone in trouble or not put a bad you know, stain on the industry or, or the, the city. And, right. and at that time, it was legal for medical in Nevada. Right. But their, their, their system was all messed up. Like, they didn't have good regulations. It wasn't a very good industry. Um, and so people said, why are you going to Vegas? And we said, we see potential. It's a convention capital of the world. And we're going to try and anchor here for a couple of years and see how it goes. It, it was great because of now, look at Vegas and look at Nevada. You know, sure, they're yes. on the cutting edge in some main areas like social consumption. And uh, it's a fast growing market. But the Rio took us. They loved us, we worked well with them. We stayed there for a couple years and we outgrew the space. And then by that time, yeah. things had changed. And the convention center- How many center, years, how many years at Rio? I believe we were there for three years. Three. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And I remember the first year that it hit the Rio. Yeah. And I think that was my first awakening to MJ Biz myself. And I was like, like unbelievable. Like, it was such a well orchestrated event. And just, you know, the, the, the type of people that were involved, you know, it wasn't just your, 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 your guys backpack boys it wasn't a festival and I was just like oh wow this is it this is what it's we legit need. right yeah. it's yeah. a legit, Super legit industry yeah. like yeah. that and that's what we were trying to show and I'll remember I'll always remember this because it was a turning point I believe we were able to get Ben Cohen of Ben and Jerry's as our keynote and, and up until that point you couldn't get a keynote outside of cannabis someone running a cannabis company, because no one was going to speak, that had any name was going to speak to this, unless it was... I'm not talking Cheech to that Chong. cannabis community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I run a real business. Yep, yeah. yep. And so Ben Cohen came in as our keynote, and he really resonated with the industry and our audience. He spoke about being a you know, socially responsible company and how you give back, and it's not just about profits. And yes, business is part of it, but they always ran Ben and Jerry's with a bigger picture in mind. And that was what the industry needed to hear because that's a, what a lot of people were in it for. Sure. Right. It was to help patients, right? Or it was to embrace a plant that they had grown up or with. Or help love. communities right. because they're or doing something. Yeah, exactly. Yep. There's tons of reasons why cannabis companies or any company does that, but you're right. Hearing somebody speak on that, that's one of the things I admired about MJ BizCon was that out of the box, big public speaker, like, an, like the guy from Ben and Jerry's, you just like, really? But the moral of those type of stories are morals to business. And what cannabis is, is a business. So you should treat this and look at it as hearing from the big professionals. And that's what you're getting here at MJ BizCon. Because it is. from that type of guy, who else? Drop some of the names, Chris, that you guys have had that have been like, wow, look who else came on. Because I know even this one, you guys have big names. Yeah, I mean, it started, Ben Cohen was the first, right, who really said, I'll speak at this. And he was fantastic, you know, standing ovation, and it was like a changing moment you know, that I felt like, hey, the industry is starting to make it and be respected. Um, we had Ralph Nader, we had um, Penn Gillette, who's a very you know, political commentator, also an entertainer here. Um, 
We had uh, Stephen Levy, who co-wrote Freakonomics yeah, at, at an event. Was that Penn and uh, Penn and Penn and, Penn and, Penn and Teller? Teller. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. still, but he's also really into politics. He's a libertarian, and so he would, you know, rail. Well spoken, educated. Yeah, yeah. very well spoken, educated. Um, so we started getting more and more people, uh, not only at MJ BizCon, but at some of our other events. We had Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple years ago. So, and then and then in two thousand last year, when we had to go to virtual. Uh, you know, we got John Mackey, the co-founder of Whole Foods. Wow. And he, he, was, he was not able to speak at our event in the past. Uh, he, he turned it down or his board turned it down or something because, again, it was like that. No, 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 we're not speaking American. We're not doing Cabo. Cabo. Then he Cabo. was speaking here. And this year we have Damon John, yes. also from Shark Tank, a you know, successful entrepreneur and investor. And we couldn't get him in the past either. So this is a reflection of where the industry is and where it's going. Yeah. And there are dangers of it becoming mainstream. We want to keep the culture, we want to keep this a fun industry that gives back and helps people and doesn't become all about the profits and the dollars. It's about finding that balance between the two. And but also, it's Chris, a responsibility. It's, yeah, and also, Chris, it's not only about the cannabis industry, but to pat you guys as your whole organization on the back, it's a clear reflection on what MJ BizCon has brought to the industry because those type of people still don't go speak at other conferences. It's at MJ BizCon that you get those type of caliber people. Correct. So I applaud you and salute you. When we come back, we're going to hear more from Chris Walsh. It's Cannabis Talk 101 all the way live at MJ BizCon in Las Vegas. We'll be right back after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. 
If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 live at MJ BizCon with Chris Walsh. Now, Chris, this has been, an, a, 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 honestly, it's a privilege for us to have you here. I mean, we, we, we love the fact that we actually got you to sit down with us. And I think I have to give Tess some love for that. Because We've been trying for years. <laughs> oh. I didn't know. You. I'm happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me on. I'm honored uh, to be on it. And I, I, I think I give her that plug. I told her, Tess, we love you. Thank you. But just your, your team, your, your organization, um, you guys run a tight ship, sometimes too tight. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've heard that. <laughs> but it's your job, though, and, and you have to because it, it can't be slippery. I get it. Um, you know, where, where is, is this industry going? I mean, you, you, you guys have got, the, the, what are we, in the second hall? Two North halls, Hall North location North. in Las Vegas yeah, at the well, biggest you know, convention center here. South, are you in South and North? Right we're now? in Central and North this year. Central. First time we're in two. Yeah, and like I'm, the growth since the last year, well, excluding the pandemic, but before that, every year you're just kind of growing and growing almost exponentially. Well, it went from 30 booths, say, to like how many booths do you have now today? Um, we came in hopeful that we'd have over 1,000. We have over 1,200, wow. so it's, it's yeah, good. It's and awesome. we got a lot of attendees, and, you know, we, we have some effect from COVID. It hasn't, not everything's fully recovered, but you look around. It's busy. Yep. You know, there's here. a lot of people here, and the industry is ready. The right industry is ready to get back to business, it's ready to be in person, and how we built, how the industry built it itself over the years. Yes. Chris, I'm just wondering with your past, I mean, you started off from what I understand as the CEO of this company with the two owners that started this company from hearing your story. Did you know these two guys? Like, how did you get the role of CEO? You look like you're about 28 years old, for God's sakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you still look like a young man. I'm sure you got a couple no years on that. that. It's but, all the cannabis. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just so curious. What is your story? Personally. Well, actually, um, I became the CEO in January of last year. Talk oh. about talk about the worst timing ever. Well, you just know <laughs> it all. Oh, yeah. Virtual. But but here's the thing. I They hired me to help build the company from day one. So it was two women, Anna Cassandra, and they were from marketing and banking, and they ran trade publications for other industries and had done events. Gotcha. So they, were, they, they noticed the opportunity in 2011 and said, what's this? weed industry you know growing up let's bring what we know how to do to this industry it's got to need the same things we know how to do so they hired me to help launch it and then over time i built mj biz daily our flagship media property mj biz magazine uh and and built all of our content including at the shows and then i moved more to the business side and oversaw you know sales and revenue and all their departments and then again january 2020 took over as ceo as the co-founder stepped back and then uh, you know went into the year full of optimism. We had big plans. We were in other oh, countries. So ready. Going hard. Yeah, we were hiring, Ooh, and uh, and in a span, Ooh. as we all know, of a couple months, hey. just everything kind of fell but, off. But that's even a great test to you as the CEO oh, yeah. because you've done the different levels. You can right. look at somebody and say, "Dude, I've done your job. I get it. Let's let's execute this way." You have a better understanding of what the formula is here that works. And you guys go more than right. just Vegas. Where else can people find the MJ BizCons that are so successful? Well, so right now we've, um, we're streamlining because we're waiting till we have more certainty around COVID. And it looks like we're in a good place. Like, look at this, we're back. People are here, they're eager. But we didn't want to overplan. What I realized during the pandemic, when we went into the year with seven events, including in Colombia, 
Bogota and including in Denmark, we're going to Copenhagen and exploring other countries and had several in the US and in Canada was during the pandemic, we had to pivot every second. We didn't know which ones we'd be able to host, sure. how it would work. Uh, we had to communicate mm -hmm. to the audience, communicate to the exhibitors, and I couldn't put us in that position again until we had more certainty over how things were going to unfold. So really, we put a lot of energy into our publishing side and into MJ BizCon and making sure that we had a big triumphant return this year uh, and, that, and that as we look to next year, you know, we're planning MJ BizCon and we're going to see the industry's changed, we've changed, yeah. and we're going to identify the most promising opportunities, the biggest needs. So right now, you know, we've got MJ BizCon next year, which we're starting planning earlier than ever and going to really blow it out in a more normalized environment. And then we're going to be pursuing those other opportunities and seeing what makes sense on the event side. And I awesome. see you guys joined up with Hall of Flowers as yeah, their whole area is right next to us. How does a relationship come like that as you're holding the CEO title? Was that your doing? Uh, me and their CEO uh, and their, their founders, um, we, we actually hooked up after a conference call we were both on and, uh, and we started talking. And we just said, look, you have uh, an, a thing that you've created in California. This is Hall of Flowers. In California, you can have trade shows where there's actual product on the show floor. You can have buds, you can have infused products. Yeah. Can't do that anywhere else. Sure. So they latched onto that uh, in a great way and they really were bringing the infused products companies and the retailers together. So you can go and you can feel and touch and taste the product. Again, you can't do that in Vegas, you can't do that anywhere else. So um, their, their vibe and their feel is different than ours. It's a different audience and uh, in general. And, um, and we just thought like, hey, you got a leading brand over here in California and we like what they do, we like how they do it, and they're onto something. They like what we do, and we said, let's team up to bring more of that to MJ BizCon. Because the one knock that we've heard over on MJ BizCon is, it's a bunch of uh, vendors. Sure. Where, where are the actual dispensaries? Ancillary products all day. Right, and that's, here's the thing. The show floor is that way. Uh, not completely, but the show floor is heavily that way. But the people here aren't that way. The dispensary owners and the growers and all that, they're here, they're walking around, and they're interacting with the booths. But we wanted to bring more of the product side because here's what changed. In the past, you, you could only have a dispensary uh, in one city or maybe one state or an infused product brand. The industry hadn't figured out how to expand beyond that. So why would a dispensary in one state care about infused product brands in other states, right? They didn't care and vice versa. Now is what we've seen is the industry is um, maturing. So now you have companies that have figured out how to get into multiple markets to build their brands you know, you got MSOs that are in 10, 15, 20 states. You've got infused products brands in five, 10, 15 states. So now it has gotten to a point where it's maturing and you, you have these companies that really, from an event standpoint, want to be out there, want to be in front of the national industry. Yeah. So we were um, hooking up this year with Hall of Flowers and their, their spot is busy, it's different, it's cool. And that's, very cool. that's part it of is. what we need to do to stay successful, any business in this industry, right? You got to. If, if you just rest Evolve. on your laurels, Diverse. you're yeah. done, yeah. right? And so we can't just come That's and try out though, the right? same you thing. That's life though, right? You can't rest on your laurels in life. Especially it's just like a now in this day yeah. and age. Yeah. And, and that being yeah. said, Chris, talk about to somebody who's listening to this podcast somewhere in the world and goes, what is MJ BizCon? What could I expect? Why would I want to go to an MJ BizCon? What would you say to that listener out there that's listening to this right now as you're the CEO of this wonderful organization? Well, thank you. Um, you know, if, if you have any interest in the cannabis industry, you know, this is the place to go. Not only in the US or Canada, it's globally. And we have people from, normally from 70 countries here uh, every year. I don't know where we ended up this year. I think it was like 40 or 50, which is saying something because of COVID, right? Yeah. This is becoming a global industry. So no matter where you are, 
if you think there might be a path for you, where do you start? You start doing research, you need to meet people, you need to learn from people in this industry if you're going to be successful. And look around, you know, 26, 27, 28,000 this year, 30, 40 next year, this is where you go. And we've heard countless times over and over and over, A, I didn't take the industry seriously until I went to MJ BizCon and said, oh my right. God, it's real. Or B, this is what made my business plan. I met the right person, I, I made the right connection, I met an investor. So I would just encourage if, if, if you're looking to make a play in this industry, you know, come and get out there. And not just our event, I mean, go get out there and network and talk to people. And uh, that's the way you figure out how it works and how to be successful. Well, well I want to be respectful of your, of your time, though. I think you have a hard out at 150, right? I do. So back that being back. said, I want to be respectful. I know we all want to keep talking to you because you're a great guy. Yes. We're having an after party tonight at Hustler. You're more than welcome to come. Have a good time. The first lap dance I'm giving you is on me. <laughs> after that, you got to tip me. But is it you who's yeah. doing that, it? Come on, Chris. What are you looking at? I got the best track smarts in this west of the Mississippi. Well, Chris Walsh, appreciate you, man. There Thank you, guys. Appreciate you it. You are the Mississippi. There it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk. We'll be right back after this break. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Take a hit, get lit, and sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101. Mark and Craig, the Pop Brothers at Law, Blue, Hello. and Joe Grande. Hola. And our full Cannabis Talk 101 team. Big thanks to Erica, Daniel, Cal, Irtiza, Christian, Denny, Kevin, Andrew, Zach, Cash, Cam, Salar, Nadia, Ali, Pitt, Chris Franquino, Jennifer, and Elvis, thank you guys for putting it all together. 
Joe, what's going on? Well, first off, you guys, I think I can speak for all of us by saying Chris Walsh was a class act. Yes. Hearing everything he had to say about the story of MJ BizCon, starting off in Denver when nobody wanted them, then to go to Seattle and be at a racetrack. Temple, right? Or, or something I mean, like that. just was... to be at the, you know, and then to finally come to Las Vegas to start with just a few places at the Rio. What a phenomenal story Yeah. to see where it's at today here at MJ BizCon in Las Vegas with over 1,200 booths. Two halls. And to think how Chris Walsh is a great guy. And you know what? All kidding aside, I really love the way that these guys are so business, business here. I mean, it's like it's all business here, folks. We are a loose group here at Cannabis Talk 101, and we're business. Uh. But sometimes we need to tighten up with a few things, our masks or this or that. And you know what? I condemn them for doing their jobs. Oh, yeah. I take my hat off to them saying, yeah. you know what? They're doing their Somebody job and their whole staff it. is doing what it takes to get the job done to their their level. Expectations. Yes. And, and you know what? And for that, I, I love it as much as I'm like, oh, yes. oh, ah. <laughs> but I love it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I go, oh, I don't want to do that. No, yes, no, no. Yes, you got to. Yes. We do got to do that. And I got to do it. So that being said. I want to share a story with you guys. It's not necessarily going green. It's not necessarily making waves, but it's, maybe it's both of them. It's definitely not when cannabis goes bad. But I wanted to get your guys' thoughts and opinions on this one. New York employees. This is breaking news out of the East Coast. From New York employees. They can now test. They cannot no longer test employees for weed. Yay! Cannabis. Cannabis, Yay. right? So New Yorkers can now unwind with a little cannabis after work with no worries as Albany's Labor Department issued new guidance just on this past Tuesday that bans employers in the state from testing employees for cannabis. Yes. Now here's the catch though, Mark. Oh no. Unless the worker seems visibly stoned on the what job. What the f so here's the what question. What does that mean? I want to read more, but the question I'm going to ask you is, what does visually stoned mean to you? Mark, I don't think you're going to have a good answer because you're such a homer. Blue <laughs> will have a good answer because he's realistic. I will have a real answer because I'm realistic. Oh, oh. Under the new yeah. rules, oh, oh. even oh, so reeking up. Listen, though, listen to this because there's more things, but I want to ask you guys that opinion on that one, right? But under these new rules, even reeking the smell of pot smoke would not be grounds for a test. Okay, good. After the state ended its prohibition on recreational cannabis this spring. Observation signs of the use that do not indicate impairment of their own cannot be cited as articulably symptoms of impairment, the guidance states. It's still so questionable, every language that they're using here, Mark. I mean, you're a lawyer. You it's hear BS. this. You see this all the time because who are we kidding? What they it can does. say you staring at the window that's is the case, right? Like, that, so it doesn't it. really matter because they say the guidance states, right? However, employers are within. Here's the key too. Yeah. However, employers are within their rights to ban workers from possessing cannabis on the job site, according to the guidance. I'm okay with that. That's well, can okay. I have my Vicodin on the job site? No. That's good no, observation what? there. And, and actually, it depends what job yeah, site well, you're well, on. I have prescription. I have other prescription medications. You know what? Though, if you're, you know what's funny is I remember being at work one day and having to take a Vicodin because of my tooth pain when I worked at Power 106, and it killed me. I had to go to the. I had to go to Jason Ryan's office and lay down because I couldn't even work. Like I couldn't talk. I was all pedal, like, like just feeling crappy. 
So I Cannabis actually agree doesn't with it. do that. Cannabis remains illegal on the federal level, and workers who are required to be tested under federal and state law, like commercial vehicle drivers, would still have to. That's what they're saying they have to do. After Governor Andrew Cuomo signed the recreational bill into law, you know, this is still bottom line, you guys. A great move in the direction of cannabis and workers being able to use it. My question, though, starting with you, Blue, is what is it that says this person looks visually, as they use here, stoned on the job? What is visually stoned on the Because is it what Jennifer looks like when she's staring in the corner, when she claims she's at work, when uh, she comes back from lunch? Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Look, Jennifer's <laughs> stoned all the time, so it's hard to tell. Visibly you know, here's, here's, here's the thought process, okay? You've got people that are going to abuse anything. Whatever you got the opportunity to, to abuse, they will abuse it, right? So if you feel that someone's visually stoned, I mean, you know, I don't think that you should be able to look at someone and be like, you're stoned. I know my, I got a little cousin named D'Lo, and his eyes are just always so low that it just, it, he looks ripped every time you see him. So if you pulled up on him or pulled him over, there's no way in hell that you were not going to be able to tell if he was high or not because he just always looks stoned. I mean, and he doesn't even smoke. So the kid just and, and there's the definitely military. those there. There's a lot of people that have that stone look, that stoned eye. Like that's that's Craig it. has oh, a wandering well, eye. You never know where someone he's has looking. a lazy eye or somebody who has allergies and their eyes are constantly but, red. But to play devil's that advocate, can't bullshit. you tell? Can't you no, tell that? No. Like even with your boy that you're mentioning, Blue. No. Can't you tell he has that little scenario or issue well, rather time, than being stoned? There's a time when when uh, when we get to a point where, you know. You could tell someone if you know them well enough, like, yeah, he's he's ripped. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could look at Mark right. when Mark's ripped, <laughs> and I see a Mark, and he's either, you, you know. know. <laughs> but you got to know somebody. But you got to right. know, you gotta know so somebody. If I, if, but at the uh, at the office, and, and, and at the office, I would say, if Mark was over stone, I could look at him and be like, Mark, you're ripped, dude, right now. You know what I mean? He's never that ripped that early, though. No, not that early. <laughs> takes not that early. Takes no, the it's towards the end of the night. I think this, exactly. is 9 PM. this is bullshit. This Mark, so yeah, is but, bullshit. But no, no, not that the law is bullshit, Mark. My question to you is, can you say that you can see somebody that's visually stoned on the job. No. Do you think you can make that decision? No. 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 Why? Because what what is visually stoned? What is that? What do you, what does that even mean? Do you want me to give you an what, answer yet or yeah, 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 okay. give me an give me uh, an example. Okay, I got a great one actually. Okay, you guys ready for this one? I was head of security back in the day before I got into radio as a bouncer. You guys know this story. My older brother Rick who worked for us for me was working the front door. Now, there was no secret we got stoned every day before we went to the job, right? We got high, go to work, whatever, whatever. That being said, he got high, he's working the front door, and he's stuck on stupid, staring out there, sitting on the chair with this <laughs> uh, look. To the owner comes up to me and he goes, I mean, the owner knows we smoked weed, right? There's no secret. Sure. Joe, did you guys smoke before you came in? Of course, but Mr. Functioning over here, I could smoke and, and I worked and I was the head of security. I had to do whatever things I had to do. And right. you're working the front door. You're doing the, 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 the. My point is when I think of this story, I think of my brother as one example, because I looked at him and he had this stone stuck on stupid look staring out to the crowd. 
instead of standing up strong, being at the front door with a posture of a welcoming, he had a posture of, uh, but there high. are people yeah, who he, look like that. I'm Just not saying there's there. not. So I'm saying, hold on, hold on. I agree with what Blue said and you said. I, I agree there's people that look like that. But if you're at the job, your job knows you look like that. Right. So don't say something to me that your job already knows. This is saying in New York, if you look stoned, that's not okay. I no, no, actually no, no, no. agree that, with it. That is saying your employer gets to decide. To, to, to get exactly. No, stop. Stop. No, no. Okay. Your employer gets to decide if he thinks you look stoned. Well, it says the this. testing employees for cannabis unless the worker seems visibly stoned on the who, job. Who decides that? Well, the, the once boss, again, once the again. Employer. Exactly. So if he doesn't like somebody, oh, you look stoned today. Get out of here. But That's the bullshit. odds of that happening bullshit. are thin. Nah. The odds well, are happening. Well, he's going to be abused. The, the, the people, odds are. Well, hold gonna, on, hold someone's going to come in. He's got a point because, because here's the thing. Now it's, you can leverage it to get rid of somebody now. It could. And that's what's It's leveraging and getting tested. Every rule's going to get pushed over like that. bullshit. Labor Department issued new guidance saying the bands of employers in the state are from testing employees for cannabis unless the word but here's the other key the That's job may not have a cannabis uh scenario of whether or not it's something that they do or not so we don't know that you know what i mean but my point is if somebody you work with we know how they look we know how they are you know who's working with you to your point blue yes somebody could use that against they're going them. to they're going to. It's not if they can or when. They it's, will. It's going to happen. I mean, you know. They're going to smell know. it and then go, oh, you look stoned. Get out. Who wouldn't do it? Well, they said smell is not enough but, probable cause. But, but looking that's so, not. They're not like, going to say because so of the smell. Let me ask you this. If you're sitting there. The segue. Let me ask you the scenario. You ready for this? You come to the office and I'm doing data entry and I'm sitting there looking at my computer and my fingers aren't moving, but I'm staring at my computer and I'm stuck on stupid going, oh, my God. And I look stoned. Is that probable cause to come to me and say, dude, are you no. stoned? You're not doing your job. No. Well, I could just as easily say, hey, man, you're spacing out a little bit. What are you thinking about? You're thinking, and, about, and the then I go, you're thinking about the chick you were wearing? And he goes, no, I'm stoned. Well, then he's, then he's a dummy because he admitted it, and now he's <laughs> fucked himself because he admitted it. And he didn't shut the fuck up. Well, either way, I just thought that was an interesting story. And thought you guys <laughs> well, listen, that I'm having a blast here at MJ BizCon, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101, and remember this. If no one else loves you, we do! Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.